Welcome to a, the Sunday edition of Butcher on Sports. Simply Butchers here, and as always, uh, thanks for tuning in, boys and girls. Here to give you some sports news on, yes, the Sunday edition of Butcher on Sports. It's been a long time, so we have to go late. Uh, it's after 11 o'clock doing this. But uh, the main damage has been done for a lot of us. Our season, football season, professional-wise, is over. The Detroit Lions um, lost the game. I scored 34-31, and it was closer than I thought it would be, but, you know, we'll go through the collage of what went on in this particular here. And I don't want to delay anybody here. I don't want to hold nobody up. So let me get right to it here. Brandon Acute was credited for a miraculous catch that gave and sparked a comeback for the Detroit Lions. If you didn't see that, boy, you didn't you missed a lot here. Uh, they got that one with a big assist from Vendor's uh, helmet, okay, bouncing off his helmet. You know, his hands went up there, bounced off his helmet there, right off his face mask. And rang to the hands of um, the San Francisco 49er receiver. Gets a touchdown. And, boy, that's when the fun began for San Francisco here. But before we get to that in that second half, that was just so much of a circus, let's get to the first half of the game. Lions came on out. It didn't take them time or it take them long. About a minute and 30-something seconds. Uh, they had a shotgun play for the right end, a, a shot to uh, Williams on the right end uh, for a 42-yard touchdown. He tripped, he stumbled, but he had well. Got into the end zone. The Detroit Lions immediately had a seven-point lead in a minute and a half. Uh, it didn't take them long again. In about seven minutes and 46 seconds, Montgomery ran up the middle for a one-yard touchdown. It was the Lions kind of wore out the clock for about two minutes and 37 seconds there. Or or maybe a little bit longer, should I say. Uh, looking at my, my little board, yes, it, it didn't take them long, you know. They left San Francisco with a significant amount of time. And they made good with it as McCaffrey went up the middle for two yards and a touchdown and put San Francisco on the board there. That was in the second quarter, by the way, boys and girls, the beginning of it. The Lions' gives went up the right end for 15 yards and a touchdown and that put the Detroit Lions back in a 21-point, uh, no, 14-point lead there over San Francisco. Detroit left off. Really driving down the line there, okay? Just, boy, almost, this is a dilemma to try to make score a touchdown. I think the play calling stunk for offense. And then Ben Johnson, okay? But they're in a good position to, you know, do some things. And then management of the clock was very poor because they could have did a lot more. However, Fourth down and whatever it may be, you got to get some points down the line. They called timeout, got Bagley out there, kicked the 21-yard field goal. It was good, and Detroit had 24 points to San Francisco 7 going into the locker room. By the way, that last drive of the half was 17 plays, 68 yards, no penalties, and coughed up 4 minutes and 52 seconds, leaving only 10 seconds remaining on the clock before the half, before they decided to kick a field goal. <clears throat> With some plays missed, yes, they were, some drops, some gooeys, you know, she still got the lead, and they salvaged it with a field goal there. 
And I thought that was pretty admirable because here goes a clown show right here. San Francisco came on out there and they went down the field, but they didn't. They got to stop the defense there for Detroit. Moody, a 43-yard field goal that put three points on the bowl. And boy, oh boy, here we go down the road to pace. Uh, Detroit gets the dog on ball. They do a whole heck of a lot going down the field in San Francisco's territory. I mean, good field of play between 30 and 38 yards in most cases there. It wasn't far from the red zone. Believe me not. But they went on and on fourth down when at that point on the 32-yard line or something, just nature, within that area. You should be able to kick a field goal and have a nice little day of that. That's why you have a field goal kicker. And you got to take advantage of it because the only thing they did was chip the chip three points off. So get the three points back. Gambling man didn't do that. They failed, by the way. Incomplete pass. San Francisco gets the ball. They gets the doggone ball down the end. At that point in time, San Francisco was 7-0. Three was remaining at third. Uh, boy, oh boy, San Francisco didn't take long. Pass to Acuff for that circus touchdown there with 522 remaining. Lions uh, went up the field in the middle. Jay Gibbs went up the middle to the Detroit 25-yard line for no gain. Uh, San Francisco defensive line was waiting for them. They wasn't going to run on them in the second half as he did in the first half with 137 yards toast in the just in the first half and rushing for Detroit Lions. Didn't happen then. By the way, he fumbled the ball, recovered by San Francisco on Detroit 24. McCaffrey went up the middle for a one-yard touchdown that did he kind of grinded and groaned a little bit. Fourth quarter came along, a moody uh, 33-yard field goal was good dead center, and boy, San Francisco was raking in the cold. Gambling man went down the field again here, okay? Went down the field again. Had an excellent way to uh, get some points. But he decided to uh, go on fourth down. Incomplete pass right to St. Brown. San Francisco gets the ball in a nice little place there, and Mitchell went up the middle for three yards after they kind of grinded and groaned it against San Francisco. 34, Detroit Lions only 24. Yes, uh, it was the, the amount of time that was left, which was 3.06. On the minute mark of the game, Detroit Lions scored a short middle pass to Williams. For three yards and a touchdown, 34-31. Come on, onside kick or whatever you want to be there. It didn't happen. I saw two major things that happened there. Gambling man went for it and lost. And I, I'll use my commentary to deal with that there. But the uh, deal was done. And it wasn't just only those two things, okay, boys and girls. It was a harmony of things, missed catches, okay? And, you know, you can throw it as best you can, but some of those balls were catchable, including 
the circus uh, thing that bounced off the Vildo's mask, okay? He could have caught that or knocked it down. Instead, it happened, you know, it was a major bunch of mess up there. Bad throws. Uh, Routes wasn't covered. Defense and offense included. So, you know, a lot of things happened in that second half to an almost stellar first half. Perfect football. Had probably the Lions fans here back in the city of Detroit, metropolitan area. <laughs> Whooping it up. Boy, Facebook, X, whatever it is, was being lit up like a Christmas tree. And of course, you come down to this. You almost win the game, but you don't win the game. San Francisco got to be commended. 17 points down. And they beat you by three points. Three points is debatable because you had twice that you should have kicked it or could have made a field goal. Should be capable for a field goal kicker of this state uh, of professionalism. And I believe that would have happened. Those six points is a big difference when it comes down to winners and losers. Because you can put all the dog on lipstick you want to do there. When mistakes are made, people sometimes uh, they get into the tune of celebration. And Frisco did. Veterans that they were, they made a game out of it. Now, we can talk about the Lions all night long. I am not. I'm personally, I, I've done enough damage with nine minutes and almost ten minutes of the Detroit Lions tonight. There, They had a fine season. It gave a lot of people a lot of positivity, a lot of buzz, a lot of happiness with everybody around. And that should be something that happens every single day in our country here. That in uh, maybe a couple of days, maybe a week, it will go away. And that's where the challenge is for us people here. We got to keep that same kind of unity going on with getting along with one another and having a single cause here to get, you know, to, to be happy and peaceful and, and loving like we were during this blitz of good old fashioned good winning from the Detroit Lions. They gave us a show this year. I guess the question is, will they give us a bigger show next year? We'll wait and see. And I am going to move on from that point on. Ah, the Detroit Pistons were back on the court 24 hours and before the Lions game there, after losing the home game to the second-worst team in, in the league <laughs> this past Friday, they welcomed one of the league's best. And that was the Oklahoma City Thunder, who've been battling with Minnesota Timberwolves in their division for the best record in the in the conference. Those are the two best teams, Oklahoma and yes, Minnesota. They're playing some ball there, and a Denver ain't no uh, spring chicken. Just those two teams right now. They're they're they're. Clean, cleaning house. You know, presidential teams like uh, Phoenix and whatnot there ain't there yet here. Um, I understand that Golden State having some problems. You know, older teams and I don't know. But anyway, let's get to the Pistons right quick here. 
Uh, uh, Jalen Durant had 22 points and a career-high 21 rebounds. Trey Pistons ended uh, the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder's five-game winning streak with a 120-104 victory on Sunday afternoon. I know this city had a parade and all kind of free drinks were given by bar owners or something, maybe. I don't know. Durant's performance was very good, and a lot of people are looking at this kid here, and people are talking stupid like, trade the boy. And the, and and I'll get to this in a moment as well. The Durant's performance includes a career high of nine off, 15 offensive rebounds there. J90, Vivi, uh, who've been mistreated from day one with this new regime of coaching staff we have here, uh, is I guess they're getting back on good terms or getting back to order where they should have been in the get-go. 19 points for the Pistons. Uh, they played without Kay Cunningham, okay? for the He was a scratch today due to uh, the injury that management has said. He returned from a knee operation or knee injury uh, this past Saturday, and um, maybe he needs a little bit more time to mend. Uh, and meanwhile, the Pistons coach, Monty Williams, said uh, the Detroit's best win of the season. Yes, I agree with that wholeheartedly. They can get some rest because Cleveland will be on town, another good team, on Wednesday. Or do they go to Cleveland? We'll find out Wednesday when I do Butch on Sports. Ha. <sighs> Let me say this too, okay? Well, I'm in a good mood here. You know, this lady named Megan Kemper here. She's assistant athletic coach at Indiana uh, University there, and she has been a very daring person for about four years here. Always gave me information at the University of Indiana without asking, even you know. And uh, she's been, I got to write her a letter and say, hey, look, I really appreciate what you do. Could you keep everything up to date? Graduate student forward, Mackenzie Holmes, on her way with 27 points, 11 rebounds, double-double as number 16, Indiana routes Northwestern 100-59 to on Sunday afternoon at Assembly Hall in Indianapolis, or should I say Bloomington, Indiana. Nice place, too. Uh she has been very, I just figured I'd put the score, because University of Michigan sometimes, they kind of slip it up here, and that's why people ask, why don't score Michigan? Well, I've asked them for certain things. I can't be in 50 places at one time. But this lady seems to get it done. Okay, five years. Okay, Dylan Larkins, he scored his 200 and. 201st career goal as uh, Detroit Red Wings last night beat up on the Vegas Golden Knights. 5-2 was the score on Saturday night there. Larkins extended his point streak to 11 games, pushed the team to a team-leading goal with 22 goals this year for the team. He's, yes, he's the leader, boys and girls. Detroit is 9-2-1 and one his last 12 games. Winning games, getting points. Uh, hopefully establishing itself and don't get in a rut, okay, because those happen too. And they're playing some pretty good teams and sticking up with them there. Uh, Red Wings also recall goaltender Ville Cuso from the American Hockey League Grand Rapids Griffins. He's now well again. He'll be back and go for the Detroit Red Wings here. Say no more, say no less. 
this young man had good news spurred on him uh, last night here, and but I guess the Detroit Tigers couldn't wait to share it with us here. Detroit Tigers have signed prospect Colt Keith to a contract extension. The deal, which had became official on Sunday morning today, is for six years through 2029 season with club options on 30, 31, and the 32 season. The contract is worth about $82 million over nine years. All of the options are escalated and exercised. And there's a lot of options on this for this kid. The Detroit Tigers want a long-term good second baseman. And they think this kid can do that. Long-term agreement and all of it, but all guarantee will take, that'll take place because this young man got to get on the horse. He got to play some ball. And that means the Tigers going to start this guy here on second base unless he gets injury or something like that. He's 22 years old. He don't have any major league experience at all in his three years of professional baseball. Detroit Tigers said he has done everything he has been asked to do. And he deserves this opportunity. Or he would gonna probably go somewhere else. I'm quite sure this was the last year of a contract where he has the option to say goodbye, Troy Tigers. Somebody will take care of me. And this kid's probably did it up here. Um they said they're gonna use a lot of youth this year, the Tigers there again. Um hope it's for Winnie. I'm gonna leave it like that there. Uh, X Games was going on while you, many of you were in bars or at a social gathering, got along with some family members, bunch of friends in basements and bars, taverns, pubs, let's go bowling alleys. <laughs> the list goes on and on and off for this day here. They've been pretty special in the state of Michigan, per se for hype is concerned here, and this was Detroit Lions. And let me not be funny here right quick there. They gave us a tremendous season, a lot more cheering than having our heads drop walking out of the door there. I still don't forgive them for Thanksgiving when we should have been eating turkey and having a great time, and we lost that game to Green Bay. I think that was the scorcher. That really put the camels back out of, out of commission there. With that game, that would have been something. And then also some other games, such as the Dallas game, that was a big, fat mess. And today's game, I think, not so much top the list, but how things can change for you in a blink of an eye when you're dealing with experience versus making mistakes, errors, either way via coaching, or not catching the ball, or missing the ball, or, or doing your job in a run, or slipping and falling. It's, things happen, I know. But uh, Lions had a good year. It's, it's commended for, gave people a lot of excitement. Uh, next year, it's going to be a different situation. Some coaches are going to be leaving, I'm quite sure. And also, maybe some other changes uh, or improvements per se, for the Detroit Lions. You know, we'll look at that down the road a piece. The Australian Open, I'll talk about that Wednesday. I really do. And also, our kids had kind of a like a week off during the 
tiny bit, but get basketball, volleyball, and a lot of other the winter sports are still going on. Please get out there and support those kids. They can be doing a lot of things, just no good, okay? Not for them, especially there, because they're not responsible. But want to do something, let's get out there and support them. You know, recreational and elementary, middle high school, high school, and beyond if you can. And recreation, that's another place. A lot of sports. Hey, get out there and support them. Okay? Alrighty now. Uh, I'm out of time. I really am. I'm out of time. And I think I said everything I could possibly can say to make this a positive day, frame of mind day. It was a great day, but again, went on a little curve there. And I guess by Wednesday, we'll hear all the loot that we can hear from from everybody who saw the game in person. And um, I don't know. Uh, real sports fans and real Detroit Lions fans, and they look at the holes in the wall, are not happy on Monday morning. Okay, well, that's that's good. the quarterback that's spoken. Hey, Butcher on Sports is a presentation of Oma Darling Productions. Check out Butcher on Sports on Facebook. Always on Facebook here, boys and girls. And if you don't want to do that, hey, I'm good with that. Go to my site hey, uh, at Podomatic.com. Just type in S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-U-T-C-H-T-O-O dot Podomatic.com. It'll take you straight to the page and listen to the podcasts and all the good stuff that we got to give you there. Wednesday's another day. We'll get to that and uh, do some analysis and and go through some ins and outs that we haven't been able to do for a while. Like go through some high school sports there and where things are bending because we only got like less than one month to go before some championships will start evolving around the areas of the state of Michigan and then some here. So a lot of stuff there. So I don't know why I did all of this, but I think I'm sincere enough to say we have been on a lot of roll on a lot of things. And being as the first of the year, I got to get back on the stick here. So, hey, have a very good evening and a great beginning of the week. Please stay safe here. I am out of here till Wednesday. Tell your friends about Butch on Sports. I really appreciate it.